The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is uh, the beginning of our Gospel reading for this past Sunday, the second Sunday after the Epiphany. We're looking at John chapter 1, verses 29 and 30, where the Apostle John writes, The next day John, this is John the Baptist, the next day John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Look, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. This is the one I meant when I said, A man who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. My dear friends in Christ, today we're looking at the mission of the Lamb's forerunner. We're talking about, well, the Lamb Jesus, the forerunner, John the Baptist. John the Baptist was sent by God to prepare the way for the Lord, for Jesus. And his job was a quite difficult job, a tough job for him to, to carry out. And that's because largely what he was doing is calling people to repentance. He was trying to show people that they were sinners and that on their own, apart from God, that they would deserve eternal punishment, eternal separation from God. And he was also trying to tell them how much they desperately needed help. He had to show the people they needed a savior. This was a difficult job, especially because, well, the Pharisees, the Jewish teachers who were teaching the people were kind of giving them the wrong message. I'm sure the correct message was there in some places because the word of God is so powerful, but the Pharisees largely were telling the people that if you want to be acceptable to God, you have to keep the laws. You have to do a good enough job to be acceptable to God. The Pharisees' message was leading people astray. And the Pharisees' message, sad to say, is the same message that is often proclaimed in some Christian, so-called Christian churches today. It's a message that can lead people away from God. If you say, believe in Jesus, but you gotta keep those laws, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. We still need John the Baptist's message today because we also need to be reminded of our own sinful condition and what we deserve on our own because of our sins. And we need to be reminded always of how much we need a savior. Well, John, John the Baptist, he attracted quite a bit of attention during his ministry. And that's because, well, many people flocked out to the Jordan River because of his unique message. And they also came to be baptized by John the Baptist. Now, John could have made quite a name for himself, but throughout the course of his ministry, which really was the Lord's ministry too, of course, but throughout his ministry, what he always was doing is giving glory to God, giving all glory to God as he should have. John said about Jesus, this is the one I meant when I said, a man who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. Maybe that sounds a little bit confusing, but when it says 
a man who comes after me? Well, Jesus was born about six months after John the Baptist was born. But then he says, has surpassed me because he was before me. Before Jesus was born. You know, that wasn't the begin at the time of his birth, that wasn't the beginning of his existence. Jesus has always existed. He's the eternal God. He was there at the time of creation. He has always existed. He always is true God. When he was born, that's just his beginning as being also true man. Again, he had existed from the beginning, always. However, the real way in which Jesus surpasses John the Baptist is not just that he is eternal, that is significant, of course, but the real way he surpasses John the Baptist is because Jesus is the Savior. Now, what John the Baptist could do is he could point to the Savior. He could talk about the Savior. He could say, look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And when John called Jesus the Lamb of God here, what he was doing is he was telling everyone that Jesus is the promised one the promised Savior, the one who was symbolized by the thousands upon thousands of lambs that were sacrificed every year as the Jews, well, made their sacrifices at the temple and as they celebrated the Passover. Now, that was the mission of the Lamb's forerunner, to prepare the way for Jesus to call the people to repentance. And I said that he did have a difficult job in showing people their sins, calling the people to repentance, especially with the Pharisees who believed in work righteousness and with those that believed the message of the Pharisees and also believed in work righteousness and thought that they could earn their way to heaven. However, there were also people in Israel who were deeply troubled by their sins, who knew that they deserved God's wrath and punishment. To them, John's message, look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, was just an absolutely wonderful message. John was saying that this Jesus would be sacrificed and would by his death take away the sins of the world. He takes away my sins. He takes away your sins. That's the mission of the Lamb's forerunner to point to Jesus, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And what good news that is. Repent, the kingdom of heaven is near. Repent and believe the good news. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for sending John the Baptist to prepare the way for the Lord. Thank you for the Holy Spirit working through John's words so that we can look to Jesus, the Lamb of God, and know 
He takes away our sins so we can be sure of heaven. We pray in his name. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.